let's go get that podcast. What are you tracking? Cyracosaurus. Not our podcast. I'm tracking a big podcast on the scope. Could be ours. Computer. Full stop. Identify. Carnotaurus. Definitely not our podcast. Swab, Scout Wags, and Sons of Bitches, Wibbly Wobbly, Wildly Inaccurate, Officially, I'm, a, God, I'm fucking sick of this shit. You need to finish your fucking pre-recorded bullshit so I don't have to keep doing this. I know, right? What jackass is falling behind on this? It's not you or Jordan. Well, I mean, it's totally me. Uh, anyways, uh, tonight, we get an officially official Disneyland reopening date. We got a Raya review. Raya? Raya. Raya? Rayu? Right. Wait, from Sheep Ray, Rider, right? Ray? Yeah, Rayu. We got Rayu review. Sure you can... Wait, hold on. Hold on. Is Ken giving giving the review? Because if so, it's probably the, the not going to be favorable. Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> How awesome of a show would, would that be? That would be amazing, actually. Like Rayu <laughs> and Ken, but, you know, the other Ken. But, but Ken's got his... His his karate outfit on. <laughs> Guys, I need this. I need this so bad. I need to write this down. All right, and we got a Falcon Winter Soldier review. And for tonight's main topic, we finally discuss the end of WandaVision. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we said that last week, but who the hell knows? <laughs> said a week before, you weren't even here to record it. I know. This is just... Now I had a conversation about it one mm-hmm. one division is just our new matt damon who we're just gonna keep putting him off running out of time it, it's a one division <laughs> we um hey jordan ryan says he'll see your ass on thursday yeah he will which is that a lot like when i see josh's ass uh because I don't know how to properly answer this because it could be. <laughs> I guess it also just depends on your point of view. Usually it's from behind. Oh, well then no. <laughs> <laughs> guys are fucking prudes. <laughs> no, Josh, I'm just bored of the same old thing over and over. Spice it up, man. This is weird. No, I don't like this. Tell you what, whenever you get Vanessa to start drawing fun pictures on your butt cheeks, <laughs> then start sending that to Jake. Jordan says he wants you to draw fun pictures of my on my butt cheek and send him pictures of it. What? No, I said send Jake pictures. No, <laughs> no you know what? Let her think that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this has got real interesting. and Our viewership just went up. We're up to two now. Ooh, we doubled that. Yeah, all because of drawing funny pictures on Josh's ass cheeks. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing the, the number two is uh, Jillian. Hi, Jillian, if that's you. I, I, I do like how Jillian pops in every week. So, And now we're down to one, so that's cool. All right. Uh, Ryan <laughs> it, it, it said... It was a mistake. <laughs> Ryan said that he's not going to 
hop in because he said something about not liking you guys. Well, if he... Oh, wait, no, he said he was going to go Skype with somebody else. That's uh, that's what it was. I, I feel like that's the same thing, but hey, I feel like he should join us next week. I don't know why, just... Sure. T- tell him that. Tell him that he's, he's going to be on the show next week, whether he likes it or not. Okay. So, hey, listener, tune in next week when Ryan joins us. And it'll go off the rails more than usual, because I feel like that's what Ryan does. And I mean that in the best way possible. Get Ryan... Well, if you've listened to our other podcast, then... You you guys have rails? Oh, yeah. This is a good time. No, you know what? I'm going to plug it next week. (laughs) Plug your other podcast when he's on. Now I'll do it now. Hey, listen to Jordan's and Ryan's Cinema Showdown podcast. It's stressful as hell. Mm Mm-hmm. He just texted, I'm going to, what? Yeah, you're going to be on the show. I don't, I don't even care. I, like, you have no choice, man. This is this is what happens. Ask Jordan. You get on the show, and we you're just here forever. So, enjoy it. Like we try to. Ryan, I, I told you I need help. <laughs> oh, Jordan, you're such a I, kidder. I love the way you Ryan, joke. Ryan, no. No, this is... I've been here since 2016. <laughs> I've been I've holy shit he really has <laughs> I like oh, wow. I like that we're surprised every time we do that math well you know I was reading something funny on reddit today and it had to it involved VCR and then I realized I haven't even seen a VCR for like 20 years dude I haven't even seen a DVD player for like 5 so something really funny, uh, something I've noticed working at the record store is when people come in and buy DVDs and Blu-rays, they're so accustomed to calling the players Blu-ray player or DVD player that when they see a VHS tape, they've started to say VHS player, completely forgetting that they were just called VCRs. And people like specifically go out of their way to say VHS player. Again, because we've so we've become so accustomed to saying DVD player and Blu-ray player. Well, is this people that really weren't around VCRs much, or is this like no. old people? No, these are these are people our age and older. Hey, hmm. what were VCRs called if they didn't have a record option? VCs. No, those are video cassettes. Were they? Was there something called a VCP? Video cassette player. I don't know. Cause, Maybe because that's what the the R stands for, right? Is recorder. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, I I know there was a VC. That's re- they're the bad guys in Vietnam. That's not what. No. I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> Viet Cong. <laughs> but I don't think they played VHSs. You know what? I'm no stop. Probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna see what VCR stands for. They played yeah, yeah. video cassette recorder. So what if I didn't have the record? I needed. They all had the record. Did they? I feel like they've always had the record, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as any of you guys know. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, a VCP is a valicin containing protein. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) don't walk around asking for one of those. Huh, I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. So you shouldn't ask for one. 
Okay. Well, I just assume I, I never really thought about VCRs before if they all always had the R function or not. I mean, all of them. Uh, from what I'm reading, it sounds like they've always had it. Neat. Okay. Well, there you go. I've learned something to. <laughs> I've learned something here today of forty-year-old technology. This is fantastic. Yeah. Wait, what were the Betamax players called? I think it was just called Betamax. Oh. Wait. Okay. Did that cover like the cassettes themselves and the player? I think so. Like, I'm going to go plug this Betamax into this Betamax and watch this Betamax? Maybe. Oh, I've said it too many times. It's lost all meaning. Oh, no! <laughs> if there was a Betamax, what happened to the Alpha Max? <laughs> <laughs> also, the term Betamax assumes the existence of a beta, <laughs> a beta minimum. <laughs> Oh. oh. <laughs> and short-sightedness. What? What? Why? Well, Sony Sony made a far superior cassette, and they refused to license it. Oh, I was gonna say because Betamax was the superior one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. But it didn't take off because no one else could use it. Remember the. Uh... The same thing happened with Blu-rays. I forgot what the other Blu-ray was even called now. Uh, it was HD DVD versus Blu-ray. Yeah, that's what it was. And HD DVD yeah. did not last long. I feel like once all the major studios started jumping on Blu-ray, it was over. So for for a second, I thought HD DVD was going to win it because HD DVD was the first format to incorporate uh dvd with it so like on one side you had the hd portion and then on the other side of the disc was just your standard dvd and you could flip which side you wanted to play oh, I didn't know depending that. on oh, what wow. player you had and i was like oh shit this is gonna give hd the edge over blu-ray and then blu-ray just said oh yeah we'll just throw a dvd in the package now <laughs> So you got both two. You got two discs, and people like thought they were getting more for their money, and that's a, a big reason why Sony won out on the on the HD wars. I, I feel like another reason, and not a bigger reason, but I'm sure it factored in, is Blu-ray is a lot easier to save than HD DVD. Uh, possibly. I do remember that whenever HD DVD called it quits. Uh, all the Panasonic players went super cheap on clearance at Best Buy for like 25 bucks a player. <laughs> and some of my coworkers went crazy and went and bought them. Because even at that point, they would upscale your DVDs. So they're like, well, shit, if anything, it's a $25 upscale player. Oh, that's true. That's so, a good point. I mean, it's obvious, it, you know, that was back in 2005, 2006. So it's obviously obsolete now. I mean, we've got, we're two formats past that practically <laughs> yeah which is absurd and it kind of blows my mind mm -hmm. how fast we moved past that i don't, I, I think it's kind of i think it's kind of crazy that we're four years deep into 4k now yeah why am i seeing and, 8k yeah well that's the next that, one that, that's twice the 4k <laughs> yeah that's 4k times like two. some 4k already makes me nauseous like like when a 4k loves another 4k <laughs> <laughs> and they fornicate. Well, that, that reminds me. I, I need to get back into watching Ask Forky. Fornicate. That's all right. So it's the number four, lowercase n, lowercase i, capital K, 
ATE. <laughs> that's, that's the episode title. I love it. No one's going to get it at first until you say fornicate. <laughs> but no, like when at, at Target or Walmart or whatever, when they had the banks of TVs, TVs, we've been saying VCR and DVD this whole time, and I was expecting another syllable to come out when I said TV. <laughs> anyway, when they had those, like displaying all, all the 4K videos, like the sample videos, and like they, they had the picture of the seal. And then he's just kind of looking at the camera, and mm-hmm. you can see, like, every strand of fur on the seal's head. Yeah. And, like, I can't even see that in real life. But I'll be damned if it's not sitting right there in front of the TV, and I start to get all nauseous just from the thought of it. Uh, yeah, those are those TVs are amazing. Those OLED, Ultra HD TVs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude, those things look so good. Those are expensive, man. Those are like twenty five hundred bucks a TV. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. A couple of years ago, they were like eight grand a TV, though. So I mean, they're coming yeah. down a little we bit. Just say well, eight K. Last year, last year when Chelsea and I bought our four K TV, we we got like a sixty sixty five inch TV, and it was only four hundred bucks. What? Oh, I yeah, the TV. Hold on, look, the TV I have right here. Uh-huh. I bought that in twenty twelve, and that's a ten eighty p LED TV. And that shit was a thousand dollars when I bought it. I bought it with student loans. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then, and then last year, uh, whenever we were on quarantine and Chelsea wanted to play Animal Crossing uh, and didn't want to share the TV, she just gave me money to go buy one. And I went to Best Buy and why well, I went to BestBuy.com. That's why I wasn't going into stores at that point. And so, um, some say she's still playing Animal Crossing to this day. She is for 860 Dude, hours. My kids still call her out. They, as they should. Well, it's ironic because like they're they'll be playing Hyrule Warriors or Super Mario 3D World or something, and you know you get the little notification when your friends get online, and it shows up. It's like Chelsea's playing Animal <laughs> Crossing, and they're like, she's playing Animal Crossing again. I'm like, yeah, but you're you're on here to see that again. You're you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got a uh, a VR hood for the Switch. Oh not yeah. Not the card, not the Nintendo cardboard one, but it's something a little bit more comfortable to wear. And playing Mario Odyssey in VR is kind of neat. How does that work? You just walk around in circles, follow Mario around, I guess, while you're controlling them and picking up coins Wait, and shit. Wait, so it's still third person? Yeah. So. No, so you're just strapping the Switch console to your face. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's, but it's got the dual, you know, it goes to dual screen mode for you, the little eye cup things. And oh, that's interesting. I've not heard of this. Wait, does it look cool? Yes, I like it. Oh no, there's there's other there's other Switch VR games too. Shit, I wish you didn't tell me this. Yeah, want me to send you guys the uh Yes. VR hood I got? Yeah, that'd be cool. Send us a picture of I think hood. I think I need to get a new uh controller. Because this one has we got this like a week after we got the switch and you know, we got our switch day one. And I feel like it's starting to show its age. 
Oh man. So I might have to get a new pro controller. It's all those hours on Animal Crossing. Yeah. Hey, I I, I even joked with Chelsea last week that when when I get my stimulus, uh, or once I would get when I, let me start that sentence over. <laughs> once I get my stimulus, I was going. I was thinking about getting a Switch for you know for me because I've barely been able to play the Switch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> since last year, and I've got like five games that I want to play, and I was kind of threatening to buy that new mario colored switch the red and blue one. Oh, wait is, wait is the uh switch red and blue or the joy cons yeah like no like yes all of it like the joy cons are, are red and the little dock is red as well as the switch and then the joy con uh cradle the the holder uh-huh. uh, is blue huh I haven't seen that. Yeah. You should get one. You know why? I still want to stream us playing Mario Kart. Yeah, I want to... I need... Yeah, I should probably... Hey, to, to play online with you guys, do I actually have to pay for the stupid Nintendo online bullshit? Yeah, it's $20 yes, a year. but it's worth it. Oh, it's, it's 20 it. bucks a year, yeah. though? It's it's 20 bucks oh, for Jesus. an individual and $35 for a family. So if you wanted to put... Mm. You know, if... if so you know, the kids could do it? Yeah. Okay. And you can have up to seven people. Oh, nice. So nice. it's it's to- it's definitely worth the thirty. And you get a handful of okay, NES so... and Super Nintendo games for no reason. Yeah, you can just stream them. So if you wanted to play like Super Mario World, you could just log into the app and just stream it and play That's it. Fantastic. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So so a couple of games they have in VR: Super Smash Brothers and Breath of the Wild. <gasps> Now you don't need like a VR edition, right? You can just get Breath of the Wild and yeah, yeah. Then you just go into VR mode. Oh shit! Oh shit! This is interesting. I've not looked into this. I've not been in the. Uh... I've kind of been out of it. Because anyone who knows me knows that Breath of the Wild is my jam. I love it so much. So it's the um, game I'm gonna send you guys a picture of your ass. Pictures. I don't know if this is the one I got. Let me look. Yeah, that's the one I got. It's only 20 bucks, too. Oh, nice. Wow, really? (laughs) So, uh, also, I found this out today. Apparently, there are a handful... I don't know why we got off on this Nintendo tangent, but, you know, I'm I'm not letting it go to waste. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, there's a handful of Mario games that are going to be pulled from the... Uh, the digital store on the 31st and once all the hard copies in the store sell out that's it wait what games uh mario 3d all-stars got that one already good okay um uh oh shit what was the other one uh hold on nintendo.com i was reading this earlier I don't know what the plan is, but if they said it has something to do with um, with the 35th anniversary of Mario, uh-huh. but I don't understand why they would be taking stuff away. It's the Disney model, putting it back in the vault. Yeah, and I think that I, yeah, I think that might be, I think that might be kind of their thought process. Uh-huh. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find the article. And 
Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. All right. If I have to talk to Josh, I guess I will. Sorry, rearranging a little bit. No, it's fine because it's solving the audio issue that I've not yet yelled at you for, but I've texted you. (laughs) Not my fault. The computer fan's going. Yeah, why is the computer fan going? How hot is it there? Uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have the have it plugged in, so the battery's discharging quick and it's heating up the system. Uh, okay. Um, what was I just gonna say? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't even know what we we're talking about. We we're talking about uh, uh, checks notes. Uh, Disneyland opening. Oh well, we we haven't talked some Disney yet, so. Uh, oh, let's do this. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, we can't. Okay. We can't. Wait, I, okay, I found it. Jordan found it. Yeah, this is an IGN article that says uh, it's a little over a week for reasons it is still not satisfactorily satisfactorily explained. Um, Nintendo removes. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Super Mario Brothers 35, which I think was an online-only game. That game was weird. Yeah, where you can play the original Mario Brothers online with other people competitively. Yeah, but, like, I I never understood it, and I've played it, like, five times. Like, somehow, like, your enemies appear on theirs. Like, you're not playing together on the same screen, but, like, you can see their screens Mm -hmm. around you, and what you do affects people... I don't fully understand it. It's weird, but it's really hard too. Like people somehow kill me without them being there with me. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, uh, those little Game and Watch Super Mario Brothers that they released over December. Did you guys see yeah. those? Yeah. yeah. So, and apparently they were allegedly supposed to be hard to find, but there's still a ton of them by me, and they're expensive though. They're like fifty bucks. And For a Game and Watch. You just play. Yeah, and you just play Mario. I was like, man, I'm not. I, I have Mario like at the home like, like 900 other times. Yeah. Is it a game and a watch? No, it's like one of the little old game and watch uh, handhelds. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so just a handheld with one game on it? Yeah. And I I mean, obviously, once they all sell out, it'll be collectible. So I don't know if it'll be wor- it's worth the, you know, spending the $50 on. Yeah. Um, like a lot. But apparently, well, I know all these these items were released for the 35th anniversary of Mario, but now they're all going away. So I don't know if they're just trying to make them more special that they were you know, limited or what. But it seems like a weird flex to put those things out and then n- not have them be out for a year. Yeah, not even a full year. Yeah. That is weird. I don't like that. So. But I've... Anyway, that was uh, that was the Nintendo news that I read about today, and I was slightly surprised about. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys, let's talk some Disney. Let's do this. All right. Hey, did you hear about this? I'm sure you did, because we all did, but I'm still really excited about it. Guys, Disneyland has an official opening date, and I know we announced this like two or three weeks ago, but the date has changed. <laughs> Is it 1955? Yes. <laughs> Shit, you're right. The, the <laughs> official opening date of Disneyland is July 17th, 1955. Now we don't have to wonder anymore. <laughs> Up until recently, it's been opening this what, whole time. What, what about the re- reopening oh, date? When's oh, that? that date? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> no, it's April, April 30th. It's April 30th. So that's cool because it gives them time to, you know, call everyone back, 
get everyone trained on the new like safety procedures and everything. And there's two things I really like about this. Number one, it's for California locals only. So I'm kind of hoping that they just kind of get it out of their system and then, you know, there's not going to be an insane flood at the park when it reopens. Because I would like to go back to Disneyland eventually. But I don't want to fight the flood that's bound to happen. Uh, number two thing I like about this is the weird flex that Six Flags Magic Mountain pulled on Disney. Because <laughs> they Wait, what was that? <laughs> so... California said, okay, you guys can open on April 1st. And Disney was like, all right, we're going to take our time. We're going to, you know, take a month to get back into the order of things. And Magic Mountain was like, we're opening April 1st! <laughs> yeah, didn't I say that last week? Did you? I think you did. Yeah. I think you did. I totally said that last week. Oh, shit. I don't remember that at all. Was I here? Yeah. Oh, no. Now I feel weird. But, yeah, it's... Because uh, uh, Chloe was in California this last week, and she texted me about it. She's like, Magic Man's opening on April 1st. I was like, yeah, like for everyone or California? And she's like, everyone. So then I fact-checked her, and it was for California only. So that's for But <laughs> <laughs> not to point out that she was wrong, but she was 100% wrong. And she's going to listen to this and be like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> mm. Anyway, so... Yeah, now I don't know where to go with this. Since jo- jo- what did you say about last week? Did you say exactly what I just said? You you, you said you said that uh, you said that Disney's gonna take two or three weeks or something like that to to you know get people back, do some training, open up slowly, and all that. So we shit. didn't have like the official said, date yet. And I okay. Right, and I said Six Flags is opening April first. Huh, well, shit, I'm embarrassed. See, I feel like Giuseppe should have been on that one. Giuseppe, you should have stopped me. Good hell. Why do we keep him around? That's what I've been saying. <laughs> because he makes great sloppy Giuseppe pizzas. This is true. You, your pizzas are the best, Giuseppe. You guys should try him sometime. He, look at him. He's beaming over there. Yeah, look at him. Look at him go. Yeah, we'll knock you down a peg in a second, buddy. Uh, next up in news. Uh, nothing. Uh, next up in movie <laughs> in movie reviews, <laughs> guys, did anyone else see Raya and the Last Dragon? No. I have not. It is fantastic. Like, I went and saw it in the theater, which is, you know, a weird thing to say, because the last new wow. movie I saw in the theater was Onward. <laughs> last movie I saw in the theater was Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. Shit. Hey, I was there when we saw that. Huh. That was the that was the first time I saw it. I saw it again a few days later. Uh yeah, it was like yeah, two weeks I before. Saw it, I saw it again a few Yeah, I saw it again a few days later with the family too, and I think that is the last movie I saw in the theater as well. I remember because you wanted me to bring a calzone for you to the theater. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> texted me. He's like, "Hey, yeah. can you get a calzone to go?" I'm like, "Buddy, I was gonna sneak it inside." And Jordan said, "No." What are you, George Steinbrenner? That's a that's Ooh. a sweet Seinfeld reference. Those calzones. That is a pretty good. That is yeah. good <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Someone will appreciate that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I saw Raya, and I th- the only complaint I had about it because. I was expecting to like hate some of the characters based on the really the ad, ads for this movie were terrible. 
they were very DreamWorksy. But upon seeing the movie, when you see those scenes in context, it actually works out a lot better. But my only complaint about this movie was I, I could have watched so much more of it. Like, they have... In the movie, there's five or six different lands that they travel to because the, the movie is one big fetch quest. And I have nothing against fetch quests. Mandalorian was all a fetch quest. But anyway, I, I just felt like they could have spent way more time in each land because the lands are awesome and each one is different from the other. And this will all make sense hmm. when you see it. But the animation in this movie, I feel like I say this every time Disney or Pixar re, uh, releases a new movie. It's the best animation I've ever seen. It was fantastic. Like some of the kind of like what I was just saying about the seal on the 4K TV screen, the dragon's fur in this movie, you can see like every strand of hair and she looks so soft and like, like I kind of wanted a stuffed dragon just to hug. That, that's all. Hug, <laughs> Julie, hug. <laughs> you, yeah, uh, there's not much I can say about this movie without giving literally anything away so i'm just gonna say if you haven't seen it check it out if you can i would i would pay the 30 dollars on disney plus to get it it's it's pretty awesome and the f- i was thinking about it i was thinking about it but i don't know at this point like i've already gone a week i might as well just wait until it comes out in a month and a half yeah, we... uh oh what was i just gonna say about that yeah i hate to say it but that's probably what i'm gonna do as well oh. well when you guys get around to it definitely check it out it's awesome all right, that's my Raya review. Guys, let's talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. I liked it. 20 minutes? <laughs> no, because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. I, I liked it. I liked the first episode. I probably wasn't in the best headspace when I watched it because some of it kind of hit home. A little I thought hard. about you. I went... I was like, oh. The Louisiana stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's not why it hit home, but I did like that. Um, I, did, I do like the fact that um, Falcon is from Delacroix, Louisiana, which actually isn't too far away from, you know, it's probably maybe an hour away from where I'm from. Um, but I, I liked the first episode, and I love where they're going with it, but I feel like I was... I, I personally don't feel like I liked the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier as much as I loved the first episode of WandaVision. I'm having a hard time comparing the two just because of how yeah, insanely different that, WandaVision I mean, was. Oh, they're totally yeah. different. They're totally different. But I, I you know, I, I felt like after I was, after the first episode of WandaVision, I was like, that's it, I'm fucking in. And after the first episode of Winter Soldier, I'm like, I'm definitely going to watch the rest of this. But I, like... I don't know. Like, I, it, maybe it's just I, a just, thing. Maybe it's just a thing. I just... The new Captain America looks fucking goofy. He looks like Carl from Up. <laughs> he it's he US does! Agent, by the way. He's U.S. agent. Is gonna be his name. So, mm. I'm under the impression... Oh, and listener, I feel like if you haven't watched it, I, which is kind of on you if we're spoiling anything. Because from here on out, it's spoilers all the way around. But anyway... I feel like we were meant to be uncomfortable with that, the new Captain America. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to accept him as a, 
as a character. And it's working fantastically mm-hmm. because, no, I, I didn't like him. You showed him for three and a half seconds. I hated every second of it. I, I do think it's interesting that... That uh, Sam was very willing to give up the shield uh-huh. to the Smithsonian for the exhibit. And then the Smithsonian had the audacity to just give the shield to this Joe Blow, who will, like, this U.S. agent character. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's like some fucking balls. Like, he donated that shield because it was supposed to be put on display for a Captain America exhibit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Smithsonian's like, nah. And props to Anthony Mackie, because that scene at the end when he's watching it on TV doesn't say a word, but man, his acting right there, and you can just feel all the hate and betrayal in his face. It was it was yeah. really good. I I, I felt that. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, he didn't say a word. It was so good. But uh, what I really liked about this, like, okay, I loved WandaVision. WandaVision was one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. I'm saying it. I'm, I'm going out on that limb. Ever. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was just like back into the MCU. Like it was... Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean this disparagingly at all, but it was more of the same. That action sequence in the opening? Yep. So good. That was yep. a full-on cinematic movie action sequence. Big budget. And I'm sitting here watching it on my couch. It- they're not going to skimp with any of this Marvel stuff. Like, the the special effects are going to be film quality. Like, I feel like the MCU has ushered in a new era of... I don't even want to call them television shows. I can only just call them shows because... I mean, or streaming shows. Because the quality that we're right. getting has it, it... to match the quality of those films. Because, like, the... The integrity of those uh, of the show or, or the films rest on those shows yeah. now. Well, and that's some of the point behind Disney Plus too. And and you know, with the current freaking world situation, you know the Wait, whole what's going on? Freaking... <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 ever ever since Thanos snapped his finger, fingers, fingers, mm-hmm. um, a finger and a thumb. Just just. The, the 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 whole pandemic thing it's going to it could potentially change the whole dynamic of movie theaters you know what's um wild about exactly what you just said the whole pandemic thing in, in our world mm-hmm. I, I, this is a perfect segue for what i want to jump into anyway because i'm feeling like phase four of the mcu so far which is this show wandavision and I know Spider-Man Far From Home was technically Phase 3, but that was kind of like the bridge between Phase 3 and Phase 4. It's, it was right. like your epilogue of Phase yeah, 3. Yeah, but it, so far all of them are dealing with uh, the aftermath of what they're calling the blip, the snap. Yeah. And yeah. the way that they're portraying it, and all for different characters, is really fantastic. Just, you know, grief, pain... Uh, all just all this aftermath and it's like there's some parallels to our current world that we're now living in that i mean a lot most of the most of these were started before the pandemic they they weren't counting on this no i i i totally pick up what you're throwing down because it's almost like 2020 was snapped away from us because of a a fucking virus and some of our people Uh, were snapped um, away from us 
I know. Sadly, they cannot be snapped right. back. But uh, not to not to pivot directly, but this is actually is related, and this is what I was talking about before the show when I said, for some reason, I fixated on this part of the episode, and I don't understand why. Uh, but. It was, the, it was the scene with Sam and his sister, and they go to the bank to get a loan, right? And they're trying to save their, their parents' fishing boat. Mm-hmm. And the dude, the banker's going all crazy. He's like, I know you from somewhere. He's like, oh, you're the Falcon. And he's, like, taking all these selfies, and he's, like, asking them. And meanwhile, like, Sam's, like, legitimately trying to save his sisters and his family's boat, right? Like, he, that he has that connection to. And then he says, I would love to give you a loan, but you have no income, record of income over the last five years. And he's like, yeah, yeah, because I was snapped away. And then he's like, yeah, sorry, I can't give you a loan. I'm like, you're telling me in this fucking world that the government doesn't have something set up that would actually help those people. Like all the people who were just snapped back into existence are just like fucked. Whoa, 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 like you're hold, telling me. Hold, hold, like, hold up. Hold up. Have you not been here for the last year? The government has no fucking thing in place to help any of the fucking people who are affected by the last year. Right, I get Nothing. that. We're, we're, we're talking about a comic book moon, and we're not talking no. about the actual no, I'm just saying. I'm just... But I can write a reason it. into a fucking... A false exist... Like, I can, I can write a reason into a television show because a television show isn't real. That's true. <laughs> I feel like this isn't sometimes. <laughs> this is also true. But you like it's fucking like literally 50% of the world's population is fucked financially. Or at least at least in America, I have no idea how the rest of the No, but the rest Josh I know where you're going. Hold on. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but the for some reason I was fixated on the fact that like not only was this dude snapped out of existence for five years, which would easily explain why he hasn't had any financial income over the last five years, but one, the government wouldn't help out people like that to help him get back. And two, they wouldn't specifically help out an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. That that part I I caught on to that too. I was like, this guy saved the world more than once. And, and I, I liked that, <laughs> that, that, uh, he pointed out that the superheroes basically survive off do donations from the public donations and, uh, government contracts. Yeah. That's, that's why he, that's why he went and saved that dude from, from the helicopter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, just circling back real quick to what Jordan was just saying, did it specify in the show how long after the blip this, like this episode took place? I think this is six months after. Oh. I think this is six months after Endgame. Because like I know one division was like two weeks after Endgame. So if this was right after one division or something, I could understand at that point in time the government not having a system set up, but. Yeah, six months. They, they probably should have had something. Especially if, like, half the government was gone, too. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. May, 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 and who knows? Maybe that will be explored more in this show. Because one thing I'm really liking about this show and WandaVision, which we'll get to in a second, 
is in this longer format, they can get a lot more personal with these characters. And I'm really digging that aspect. Like, just into their personal lives. I didn't know Sam had a sister. I didn't know he was Uncle mm-hmm. Sam, which kind of made me laugh. <laughs> I, I, I do like that they're you know they're they're doing these shows for character character work and not necessarily explodey action work <laughs> despite that this one started with explosy explodey action work but that was it that was was that the only action scene of the episode uh well there was that small rumble in the streets with torres oh right right when you were when you were introduced oh and i guess also the uh flashback oh that flashback was intense for winter winter soldier which um i don't know if you guys picked up on this or not but whenever you see uh bucky or present bucky for the first time and he wakes up from the nightmare like he's sleeping on the floor Mm -hmm. do you remember what one of the first conversations Sam and Steve Rogers had and I only know this because I saw it on TikTok, but I didn't catch catch it initially, but go ahead. Right. Yeah, no. no, well, no um... Go ahead, you Josh. This. You got this, buddy. Go ahead. Oh sure. I, no, I was just saying saying I, I didn't see any oh. I mean uh, I say sleep Bucky well, sleeping on the floor. Well one of the one of the first uh one of the first conversations that they have were was about how um one they have they would probably have nightmares and two the fact that sleeping in a regular bed feels weird like a marshmallow you're gonna fall so they sleep on the floor yeah yeah Yeah. so so they sleep on the floor and i was like oh that's tie tie detail a lot of soldiers today actually still do that when they come back so that yeah and bucky's been a soldier for 80 years <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of Bucky, I, I really liked his uh, little psychiatry session scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was cool. Yeah, that was really good actually. I like that part a lot. Just kind of and the uh, uh, like when the uh, the girl asked him how old he was, <laughs> and then she just kind of laughed it off. It's one hundred and six. It was yeah. when she said the flower thing was old fashioned when he brought her flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that made me pretty good. <laughs> Adorably old-fashioned is that? Was yeah, that, isn't that what she said? Something like that, yeah. And uh, oh shit, what was I just gonna say about Bucky? Oh, um, I'm really curious to see where they go with this character because in that world, up until now, I mean, Bucky was a national terrorist. Right. Well, they mentioned that he mm-hmm. got a pardon. Oh, did yep. so. Yep. That's right, they did mention that. But still, like, public opinion and the public view of him may or may not change. Like, of course, that guy, the banker didn't even recognize Falcon at first, so maybe maybe no one's really going to recognize him. So, again, just more things I'm really excited to see what they explore. Well, he, did get, he did get a haircut. He did get a haircut, and he wears a jacket. <laughs> and gloves for poor circulation. <laughs> Nah. Uh, that was in that same scene. That was a that was a good scene. Yeah, and 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 they realize it's just funny because, you know, just watching it, I forgot he was only got one arm. Yeah, you know, because he's wearing the damn jacket. Yeah. Um, 
real quick before we get into WandaVision, before the show, I brought up Kurt Russell because I was talking about Captain Ron. And, and then Jordan wanted to jump off something on that, and I'll let Jordan take it from here. Wait, what? Kurt Russell. In Connect. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Kurt Russell's kid is the guy who plays U.S. Agent. Yeah. Uh, was it Wyatt Russell? Yeah. And, again, he looks like Carl from Up. <laughs> I feel like the product of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn shouldn't look like Carl from Up. But, yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested to see where that arc goes. I'm glad at this point I only have four days left to find out. But, uh, yeah, so now we got Kurt Russell and his kid in the MCU. Do we know how many episodes Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be? No, I can look it up right now. It, it's six episodes. Oh, it's only six? It's only six? That's not enough. Uh, that's a bummer. But oh. they are long. He's also he's a former hockey player. I didn't know that. Doesn't say if it was professional or if it was just Little League. It's just a former hockey player. Physical education, high school. I guess I guess that makes me a former basketball player. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a former football player. Add that to my resume. Yeah, six episodes. Last episode is on April 23rd. And then, what, doesn't Loki start like right after that? No, yeah, Loki so. doesn't start until June. Oh, really? Okay, what yeah. starts right after? I, I thought we got a bunch of shit back to back right now. Uh... No, yeah, Loki starts June 11th, so I guess we get a break between Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. This is bullshit. Oh, wait, no, there's a movie. <laughs> That's when Black Widow comes out. Oh, yeah, There, yeah, there was yeah. something. It, no, I thought I thought Black Widow got pushed back to May. November. No, that was last year. Yeah, but I thought it got pushed back to November Shit, again. Shit, did it? I'll look this up real quick. Hold on. I'm glad we, I'm glad we all came. Prepared. Okay, phase four. I'm glad you said prepared. Good. Nope, okay, it still says May 7th. All right. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so I assume they're using May to get people to watch Black Widow. Because I'm really excited about Black Widow. I love that character. Obviously, she's not going to die in the movie, but we'll see how that goes. So, so Loki and then What If. Oh, that comes out this year. Yeah, and it's narrated by Jeffrey Wright. As the Watcher or something. What? What? What's it? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe you're right. He's one of the Watchers. That, I got the name right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He he is uh one of my favorite John James Bond actors. Yeah, I was gonna say I love Jeffrey Wright, but I only know him from the James Bond movies. He was in. Uh, he's been in a bunch of shit though. I mean, I, okay, let me back up. I recognize, like, right off the top of my head, I know he's uh, Felix in the James Bond movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of the better Felixes. I haven't seen enough James oh, Bond movies. Oh, he's going to be he's gonna be Commissioner Gar- Gordon in the next Batman. Really? Yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah, I think it's a great choice. Better than J. Jonah Jameson. He was... Commissioner Gordon in the he was in the Justice League movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Which I have thoughts on that. <laughs> Guys, the Snyder Cut was pretty good. Watched all four hours of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was. was it? I, I I gotta bring it up. It was still a Zack Snyder movie, and it if it didn't have all the slow mo scenes, it probably could have been about three hours. But the last hour was fantastic, and uh, he did way better than Joss Whedon. Anyway, 
neither here nor there. It's actually the exact opposite of what we're talking about. Anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. No, I'm excited to see where Falcon and Winter Soldier goes. But guys, can we jump into WandaVision now? I just want to say I'm really excited to see Baron Zemo return. I like Baron for this Zemo. Show. So, but we're actually going to see him with like his Baron Zemo, Zemo mask yeah, the, on. The, the, the purple hood thing? Yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah and that, 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 dude, that dude was uh, in uh, Eurotrip. <laughs> so was Matt Damon. <laughs> he Matt <was>. Damon. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, because uh, I think Baron Zemo is one of the better Marvel villains that we've seen so far. Because he has a story arc, and I'm excited to see where his story goes from when we saw him last. When he tried to kill himself at the end of Civil War. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a very good point. I totally forgot that he was gonna be in this, even though I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He tried to kill himself and didn't. Uh, so he's a failure. Well, uh, someone stopped him. I think Black Panther stopped him, didn't he? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Man, Civil War is such a good movie. All these movies are great movies. And you know what else is great? WandaVision. As I said, WandaVision was one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. Just from beginning to end, like those first two episodes that dropped on release date. I had no idea where it was going, no idea when it took place, why it took place, what was happening. It was very, like, I felt like those first three episodes Dude. were, like, the Marvel version of Twilight Zone. Dude, it took a long time to finally tie everything together. And when it did, it was, mwah, chef's kiss I, perfect. I, so, I, I want to talk about that for a minute. I think my biggest complaint about this show is not of the show itself, but was everybody watching the show complaining that they didn't understand it after the first episode, and that really fucking pissed me I off. I agree. I agree 100%. Like, like listen, no, hold on. People when you watch a movie... <laughs> when you watch a movie, you have an hour and a half to, let's say, three hours, depending, you know, because this is Marvel we're talking about. Okay. To tell a cohesive story. Right. I feel like people have forgotten, especially in this in this era of binging television shows on Netflix and Hulu and whatnot. Yeah. That people have just forgotten how to watch TV and that a television show is supposed to be the long con. Like there is an overall arcing story like you like the fact that they didn't. I think I said this on an episode a few a few weeks ago where it's like. Not every television show has to show you their hand of cards in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode. Like, that's, that's fucking boring. Yeah. Like, there's, there's an art to telling a longer-form story, and that's what WandaVision was, and that's why I give it the fucking chef's kiss, because it was fucking great. And the fact that you strung me along all the way to, like, the third-to-last episode or the second-to-last episode was fucking great. Yeah. No, the the mystery was definitely a huge part of the appeal. Because every single episode when that Please Stand By came up, I was just like, no, I I want more. Give me more. So, <laughs> and then it just... So, went... you know... So, sorry, Jake. No, ahead. no, no, go, go ahead. I was going to say, I just wanted me to uh, go into the next so, episode. I, I fell into the internet trap that everything was being controlled by Mephisto. Uh, you know, because everybody's like, oh, it's Mephisto, Mephisto, Manifesto, Mephisto, Mephisto, you know, the the bad guy from Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I was about to correct you, but no, so, you were right. <laughs> no, I know I'm right. So I, I totally <laughs> fell into that trap. And I was hoping it was going to be the same dude. Um, mm. I forgot who it was now. <laughs> so everybody else. Wasn't it the Easy Rider guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I know the movie he's from. Why can't it? Like his whole family is actors. His, his, his sister's Hanoi Jane. Oh my hell. What? Fonda. Peter Fonda. Yeah. Peter Fonda, that guy. Hey. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so I, I fell into that trap. I, I was, I kind of thought that Agatha was being, con- maybe being controlled by Mephisto, but no, no, she was, she was just straight up bad guy. Yeah. So I feel like that, like there were hundreds of rumors across the internet and from what I read, I don't think anyone was right. No, no, I just latched onto the the couple that I thought were my favorite. Yeah, basically. But like from from Mephisto to Agatha to Quicksilver, which I want to talk about here in a second because I'm fully convinced that <laughs> I, arc's I like not how, over. I like how Quicksilver was Agatha's husband, Ralph. But it's not Agatha's husband, because Agatha moved no, into town. I, no, but I, yeah, yeah, no, he, he was the Ralph no. that she always mentioned. But, uh, oh, where were they going with that? Oh, so all these theories, <laughs> I, I felt like they're just a big props to the writers that all these comic nerds and all of us fans couldn't figure it out. And we, and we never did. And I feel like that just gives the writers the credit. I think that's where Marvel Cinematic Universe has a one-up on the DC movies. It, it's the the comic book guys are on board with the storytelling in the fucking movies, and it's pretty goddamn obvious. Yeah. So, like, I'm currently reading House of M right now. I, I bought it after I watched WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And, like, House of M was definitely a huge... Um, what's the word? Influence on one division, but still mm-hmm. drastically different, because mm-hmm. the X Men play a huge part in House of M. Mm-hmm. Like Magneto's her dad in that, and so the, we get little clues on these shows, like oh it could go this way, just like the stories did, but then it doesn't go that way, and it, it, I, I find it amazing that even after all this time they can string us along like this in a good way. Yep. And so, I want to talk about Quicksilver real fast. <laughs> because, and I'm still not convinced that they didn't do this. I, I, we haven't seen the end of his arc yet, but why did they get Evan Peters to play the fake Quicksilver? Because it was freaking awesome. No, I think, I think, um, I mean, I feel like that was probably a nod to like, I don't think I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. I don't think that Quicksilver is going to be the gateway to to bridging the X Men, or or Evan Peters Quicksilver is going to be the way of bridging the X Men into this universe, mm-hmm. um, or introducing it into the MCU. I think that was a an interesting nod to the fact that there were two separate universe, like there was the X Men film universe owned by owned by Fox. And I think that was a nod to the fact that um, 
we knew that there were two different Quicksilvers, or the audience knew that there were two different Quicksilvers, and they used the other Quicksilver as a show or to symbolize uh, her grief of not of losing her brother, but also the fact that she wants her brother to be alive so much that she looks past she looks past like the difference uh-huh. of what the other Quicksilver was. So I think it was a little bit more of a symbolic thing than a hey, this a wink and a nod of like hey, this is what we're doing, guys. Yeah, so I had I that goes along with the theory I had was it was for the benefit of us the audience because they got an actor that we already associate with Quicksilver. So mm-hmm. like that that reveal when she opens the door and he's there and you're just like oh, it's Quicksilver like in hit their universe it's, it wasn't. It's the wrong Quicksilver. Right. Yeah. So no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like we recognize it as Quicksilver, but it was clearly the wrong Quicksilver. So, something was up there, but I think that was Marvel's. Uh, that that was just smoke and mirrors for us. That they just got the actor that we already recognize. Right. right. It, it's well. It was the whole freaking um. God. What's it called when a magician fucking gets you to look somewhere else so they can do their goddamn tricks? Misdirection. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but the other thing is that you know, going back to the whole multiverse mm-hmm. thing. That one antidepressant commercial. What the fuck was the product? The Nexus. Yeah. But that was... Wasn't that what Agatha's little basement was? Was the Nexus? Not necessarily. Mm. But also possibly. Okay. But... I just assumed it was. No, Agatha's basement, I thought, was just her, like... Her lair? The, a manif- yeah, it was kind of like a manifestation of all of her magic. That makes sense, too. Oh. And it was below the hex, so... Wanda's magic mm-hmm. wasn't working there. Mm-hmm. But I also love the fact that, you know, um, and sorry, I just, I totally <laughs> blanked for a second. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that they were introducing the concept that, uh, that Wanda had her powers before she had her powers and that they were just amplified by the by the infinity stone or by the tesseract uh-huh. which was the one and only theory that i had going into the show and it ended up being correct i'm wondering if that has some x gene origins that they're planning i i hope so because that would make sense because so. her and her brother both had it then because mm-hmm. it amplified his powers too hmm. it didn't kill him i don't know what his powers were originally he could run fast the fastest kid in town i don't know but it didn't kill him. It gave him his super speed. Mm-hmm. Bullet, bullets killed him, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, he should have outran him. Just... It's like this is on him. <laughs> yeah, he should have seen that coming. And there's the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> the Eye of Stella. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so I could see that as a way they bring X-Men. I mean, obviously we saw their dad and he was not Magneto at all. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's well, out. But, 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 you know, it's not like Magneto's going to be the type of parent that sticks around. <laughs> well, no, that's true. But also, it's not the first time that we've switched parentage in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
Mm. I mean, in the comics, Ego's not Star-Lord's dad at all. But they made him that in the movie. So, uh, yeah. I I mean, I'm fine with Magneto not being their dad. I had a weird weird dream the other night. I don't even know where the hell it came from. You're subconscious. no, freaking like like Wanda gave birth to freaking Nightcrawler and, and then the little hell? baby Nightcrawler like stabbed her in the stomach with her tail and killed her. What? Such a weird dream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even gonna dwell on that. <laughs> it's weird, man. <laughs> so we we just talked about in Falcon and Winter Soldier, like the opening scene was an awesome action sequence. We got one action sequence in all of WandaVision. It was the witch fight at the end in the Vision fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Vision fight was pretty cool. But and then Vision downloading, Vision downloaded all the shit to the real Vision, because real Vision's memory's been wiped. Fucking C three PO. And then he just pisses what, what, off. What's with Disney wiping the mind? I mean, he kind of got obliterated, so there's that. But yeah, yeah, well, that was the way of reintroducing Vision back into the real world. Yeah, but what I like, I like, I like how the big. The, the the big cameo at the end of WandaVision was the guy that's already been in WandaVision the whole time. Wait, what? The big cameo. Oh, that they, yeah. That they ca- and Paul Bettany's big cameo, the person he always wanted to work with. Yeah. Was a be- beautiful <laughs> troll. It was him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. But um, speaking of the Vision fight and the witch fight, what I really liked about the Vision fight... It came down to a logic battle about the uh, Jordan. You know the the ship of what? Oh, the ship ship of Theseus. Yeah, yeah. And that was the big their big fight. I was like, this is the most vision thing I've ever seen. Right. It was perfect, <laughs> and it worked. But then in the witch battle, I I yelled at my TV at this out of excitement, like when Wanda was throwing all of her magic at Agatha. And missing sometimes, it was hitting the hex walls, mm-hmm. and you know her power is getting drained. No, she was putting up the runes. Yeah, then it showed the runes, and I I whooped, I, I whooped right here in my own house. I was like, <gasps> it was such a good reveal, and yeah, she kind of kicked ass in every way imaginable. Also, uh, a couple things. I, I love the fact that the name Scarlet Witch is, like, a prophesized name. Uh-huh. It's like, you are the Scarlet Witch. Like, she just didn't decide to, like... I love the fact that Wanda just didn't decide one day to wear red and call herself the Scarlet Witch, but that it was actually, like, the concept is something that's prophesized. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's pretty badass. Yeah, and it made and... me realize that nowhere up until then in the MCU did they ever say the name Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also like the fact that they totally uh, shoved it in Joss Whedon's face uh, and had Elizabeth Olsen wear the Scarlet Witch outfit, the actual Scarlet Witch outfit, because that was something that he was pretty adamant on her not doing in uh, in Ultron. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're not going to, like, he didn't want to dress her in the Scarlet Witch outfit. And I, I don't understand why, I don't know why, but that was apparently a thing. And so Elizabeth Olsen got to wear the wear the outfit. And it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, like I said, no, it, it was it's a badass take on the. It outfit was so too. cool, and I like how in the same series they made fun of the outfit on the Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. like for Halloween. Oh, Speaking of dreams, what? No, we need to move. No joke. <laughs> I mean, that outfit was ridiculous, but that was some of the hardest thing. No, we need to move on. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous outfits, Vision's outfit was uh, pretty goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing basketball shorts. <laughs> Pulled up real high. Um, but yeah, and then where? what this is leading into, so like Agatha says that she's even more that the Scarlet Witch is even more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Which, that's, mm. that's a bold statement. So, so when she said that, when she said that, I really thought that Doctor Strange was going to just, like, pop in. Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I was... See, I was expecting because Doctor Strange to show up. Supreme. Yeah, and Wanda leads into Doctor Strange too. so... It made sense to me for yeah. Strange to show up, and then he never did, but I was fine with it. But uh, the end, the, the post credit scene when she's in that mountain cabin doing the astral projecting while studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doctor Strange could that only do that while... But he could only do it while he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And she's just walking around having coffee and doing it. So... If you're having coffee, are you really awake yet? I mean, part of her definitely was. She was studying the hell out of that, uh... What was the name of that book? Book of the Damned? Something like that? Hmm. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes, because White Vision pissed off. We need to see what happens to him. Uh, Wanda's studying that up, and we know her story leads into Doctor Strange 2. And her kid's calling her! Her kid's calling her! What was... Where are they? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, calling out for help? So, so, and that was another X-Men thing, like, that had the misdirection that Josh said with the Quicksilvers. We know this is leading to a multiverse. Well, the Doctor Strange... <laughs> the Doctor Strange movie is called Multiverse of Madness. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the third Spider-Man movie rips it wide open, too. So we know that. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting that in this movie with the whole Quicksilver thing, and then it never happened. But So wherever her kids are... I mean, they're they're somewhere, obviously, and so it makes me wonder. Is she, I don't want her to be, but is she gonna be the villain in Doctor Strange too? No, no. It's gonna be a. Is it gonna be a team up movie? I feel like it'll probably be a mentor. Yeah, it'll movie. be uh, it'll be Carl. Carl. Carl's gonna be the bad guy. From from up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, might as well. No, the the, 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 the other freaking the other freaking monk in the uh, first Doctor Strange. Oh, the one that defected at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I yeah. forgot about him. Right. Okay, yeah, that would make sense if he was the bad guy because he defected. <clears throat> but also, Agatha. I'm sure she'll make a return somehow. I mean, she better because. Oh yeah, she. Better. How amazing. Like when she said, when Wanda said, "I, I know where where to find you." Mhm. I mean, Catherine Hunt, like that, she was kind of the breakout role of that show. Yeah, that character. So Agatha's. That's definitely not the last time we're gonna see Agatha. I didn't realize 
Catherine Hahn was double dipping. Do you know she was in Spider Verse? Yep, she was the voice of Doc Doctor Octopus. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny that I had no idea she was in that, and like you just said, she was the breakout star in this. She was amazing. Did you guys know that Paul Bettany's married to Jennifer Connelly? No, I did know that. Wow. But I but I repressed that. That's an attractive couple. Did, did you ever hear the story about Paul Bettany and how like the Avengers kind of gave his career new life? He, yeah, basically he he was having a hard time finding acting jobs, and then all of a sudden he he's the Vision, and then after that he was uh what Dryden, Dryden Voss, yeah, yeah, like he um he was in... like I guess his agent because he was the voice of Jarvis. Yeah, so I was gonna say right. he was Jarvis first, right? But apparently, like his agent had given up getting roles for him. And I like I don't know why. And I guess he had that conversation on the phone. And he just kind of went outside and sat down. And I guess shortly after, Josh Whedon had called him and said, "Hey, would you like to be the Vision?" And he was like, "Or would you like to come to wherever they were filming it, like L.A. or something? Would you like to come in L.A. and be Vision in the Avengers?" And he was like, "Uh, yeah." And then like, like re blew up for him <laughs> because I yeah. my introduction to Paul Bettany was as Jeffrey Chaucer in A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Then he was Silas in Da Vinci Code. Oh, he was. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. Here's the, here's the albino monk. Yep. Oh, man. But uh, did, you, did you guys watch the Behind the Scenes episode? No, I haven't watched not, it yet. Not yet. I might actually I watch haven't. it. I might actually watch it after we were. It's really good. I, 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 I got to drive to Kentucky in the morning, so I might watch it then. Oh, that's I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> but anyway, um, you'll see in the. I, I just want to point this out because it was it was something that blew my mind. It was just a small little detail. All of Vision's like headgear when he was the Vision in the show, it was CGI. Like that wasn't practical effects at all. Like just the thing that goes over his ears. You'll see. You'll see when you watch the behind okay. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, so in the, behind the scenes, his face is just purple, and it had the motion capture dots, and his ears are sticking out. It looks goofy as shit. <laughs> I was just like, nice. I had no idea. Like, that's how good it was. I had no idea that was not practical, so. Anyway. Holy shit. In the Unabomber series, he's Ted Kaczynski? What the hell's the Unabomber series? Do I want to know? I don't know. <laughs> I just know who Ted Kaczynski was. He was the Unabomber. <laughs> Yeah. Good job. Anyway, I, I feel like this is a. Uh, any final thoughts on One Division? I'm nice. eagerly awaiting the announcement from Hasbro for all of the One Division figures that's going to come out. I will buy that. I'm going to throw money. At. I will buy I will every buy. single one. I really want some goddamn action figures from the show. Yeah. <laughs> I I specifically want black and white figures of the first two episodes. Oh, that's a good idea. That's that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh man, when, when we started watching Winter Soldier the other night, uh Lily and Seamus didn't like the black and white episodes because it was too old-fashioned for them. Yeah, no, I just Those were my favorites. It's, it's, but they they were stressing out that the first episode of Winter Soldier was going to be black and white. Hey, nah. my kids didn't like the first two WandaVision episodes either for the exact same reason. Yeah. But I feel like if we went back now and watched them, they would understand a little better why it happened. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, we still had black and white reruns like a motherfucker when we were kids, so... That's true. You know. I mean, the entirety of Nick at Night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I watched a lot of that. Hey, speaking of, whenever Jeremy and Kara were here last time, uh, Jeremy and I were just watch, you know, hanging out watching YouTube, and we found a video that strung... It was like a 10-minute long video that strung along the all of the intros and bumpers to Nick at Night. And some of these I have not seen in at least 30 years. How offensive were they? And it's, they're not offensive. It's just like when you see it, you're like, I barely remember seeing that. So, but it was just the 1980s trying to, you know, advertise 1960s and 50s, late 50s, early 60s television or television shows and sitcoms. Yeah. So, like, when you watch it, I was like, damn. And we were both like, well, I'm getting strong WandaVision vibes. And that's only because WandaVision had just come out, like, right before. Maybe they were, like, five episodes in well, whenever hmm. we found it. So When you watch the behind-the-scenes episode, I, I, I recommend it to everybody. Like, they tapped in so hard on those early episodes on matching the era. Like, mm-hmm. they even had the live studio audience. Mm-hmm. I did see that. And the live studio audience was dressed in era-appropriate apparel. Wow. That's cool. Like, and the lighting and the film and the practical effects, like, everything. They went so hard on that. And it was funny because one of the guys was like, one of the effects guys was trained by, you know, the guys that worked on those shows back in the day. And he mentions that he, he <laughs> he's like, I didn't know when I was ever going to use this kind of information. And now how, here I am doing WandaVision. Those aren't his exact words at all. That was a summary. But it was just kind of cool how that all panned out. So hmm. anyway, that's, that's our thoughts on WandaVision. And that's our show. Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. Go check out Jordan's new Toy Lanta video on his vlog. Jordan Gasly on YouTube. I watched it. Yeah. I watched it today. It was awesome. Made me happy. Made me happy that you were getting out there doing things. And the My Pet Mon- yeah. the My Pet Monster thing was awesome. I was like, Josh had that. I I still have it. It's upstairs. You can sell that for three hundred dollars. <laughs> I can? Apparently. I could buy I could buy Dogecoins with it. <laughs> Jordan, you look like you're about to say the outro, <laughs> but like we changed the outro, so I don't know what's happening here. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. No, just for you. I'll go back to classic. Oh, hey. Oh, I, All right. I, I had one. I had a new outro. Well, save it for next week. Hey, I'm Jake. That's Josh. That's Jordan. As always. What is the Mickey Mutineers podcast, if not grief persevering? <laughs> when a 4K loves another 4K. <laughs> <laughs>